And we're joined on the line now by market analyst Clive Zabantu Ramatibela and uh, the best uh, stock picker in the country crowned last night. Congratulations, Clive. Hello, Top of the morning to you. Thank you very much. I just want to say something about uh, Miss, uh, Miss Miller, Mrs. Miller. Every time she goes to Cape Town, she comes back something different. She went to Cape Town the other day. She came back and she had a double barrel surname. <laughs> this time around, she comes back and she's now she's now a year older. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure she actually thought about that, but it's good to know. <laughs> Clive, Asian yes. stocks, uh, the, the, they fell and uh, they dragged down the regional benchmark index uh, for yep. an almost six-month high. So talk to us about that. What's going on there? We've, we've been experiencing this over the last couple of weeks where there's been very mixed concerns around how the Asian markets have been doing, Sakira. And, and this time around, it's centralized around the results that have come out recently uh, within the motor industry in the United States, the month-to-month results of the automobiles space. If you look at those numbers, for example, you'll realize that most of the companies there are Japanese companies um, and, and Asian uh, countries. Uh, companies that actually manufacture and build vehicles for the American market. Now, if you look at the MSCI Asia Pacific Index, it declined by 0.5% following some poor results of those companies. Despite the fact that they operate in America, most of them obviously are traditionally uh, from the Asian market. So you look at Nissan Motor Works Company, for example, they were down 1.8%. If you look at Honda, despite the fact they were looking good in terms of sales of uh, normal vehicles, petrol vehicles, they still went down as well by 0.8%. And the reason behind it is the reason why the sales were so down, Sakina, it is based on the following factors. They have been building electric cars. They've been preparing for electric cars and distributing them. Unfortunately, because of the falling oil price, people went back and bought, and that's why we saw the retail numbers out of the U.S. were very, very strong. But people went back and bought petrol cars uh, because it was easier, it was cheaper for them to buy that, and so they have said that they will continue to uh, manufacture more of these cars, of the electric cars, because that's the new venture, that's where everybody's moving, but they must also not stop production of petrol cars. So that Asia market was a little bit disappointing early hours of this morning. Uh, a lot of them were going down. If you look at, for example, even some of the uh, Australian 10-year government bond deals uh, had declined by 2.63%. And then as the champion stock picker in the country, uh, yeah. one of your favorite stocks, Alibaba, mm-hmm. I see they have taken a heavy tumble there. And, um, <laughs> you know, regulatory concerns in Taiwan and government demanding that they leave the country. Oi, Sakina, they've been chased away from Taiwan. You know, Taiwanese don't laugh. When I say you must go, you go. And you know the reason behind it? Because the reason behind it is because there's regulation... Uh, breach, uh, that, the regulations that have been breached by Alibaba, uh, Jack Ma tried to explain this. He sounded like somebody that is very, very scared of what's taking place. But, you know, let me just explain what the problem is here. Alibaba, obviously the biggest IPO ever in history, and then all of a sudden the stock starts declining. It's now just 19% off its uh, initial uh, public offering price. So it means that they have declined by almost 89% from the time when they started, actually. So this is very, very concerning. Two reasons why. The first one is the one you just mentioned about the fact that regulations in Taiwan are saying, regulators in Taiwan to say the company must leave there because they have registered themselves as a Singaporean company instead of mainland Chinese company. That is a breach of 
uh, regulation. The second thing that they did, apparently, apparently, and this is an alert, uh, this has been alleged, that they are actually paying people to say that they are a, uh, a an Alibaba subscriber while they're not. Now that's very, very illegal. That cannot be done. So he's come out and said he wants to make sure that he rectifies things. Just to put this into perspective, 140,000 subscribers in Taiwan, and also remember they've got 100 people that are employed that work for Alibaba in that particular age. So when a big ship grows, Sakina, you must have good management because these kind of things will happen, especially for small medium enterprises. When you move from small to mm. medium, you're going to have competition. You're going to have people looking back and behind your back. You have to follow regulation because you don't want to find yourself in a situation like Alibaba. And uh, you wanted to make a contribution to our forum at a discussion uh, later where we're talking about middle class indebtedness? You know, the, the, there's two things that worry me about our middle class. I'm talking about black middle class who are now have moved from uh, Bab and Morocco and they are eating uh, chicken licking and KFC. Uh, sushi. <laughs> so, and sushi now. And sushi. They're eating raw food. If Ukoko knew about these things. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. These guys, right, what they're doing now, right, what's happening right now is that the South African market, you know, I remember when I started in the finance um, uh, uh, industry, Sakina, and I got my first bonus. I really, nearly, I went mad. I went insane. It was crazy. You see that number and you can't even work. You get so excited. That's what happened with us. We got so excited when we started to have a bit more money and we wanted more. So we ups, upgraded to a different lifestyle. And when you do that automatically without doing it organically and you do it uh, at a price of credit or at the price of borrowing, you have a problem because then your income now is less than what your lifestyle is. And that's what's happened with a lot of black middle classes, what we used to call the black diamonds. They have now become copper because they've been stolen, they've been stripped. (laughs) They've been stripped. (laughs) They've been stripped because of that, Sakina. So I'm hoping that our people have learned a lesson. Let's not live life of credit. Let's live life of affordability so that we can become a better nation.